Man, oh man, has it been a while. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Chuck Dorito Talk Sports, the hours premiere. And I apologize for being so behind. Um, you're probably seeing all the sports news, but I'm here to catch you guys up. Because that's what my job is here. I don't really have a job, but like, you know that this is what I want to do. And I love talking about sports and it's just been a while. So, um, I don't know. I just can't wait for this episode just to happen. So, uh, we got games yesterday from the MLB and the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Buckeyes won 45-31 thanks to um, their running back, CJ Stroud, clutch man in that second half. Uh, but he him getting um, 13 for 22 wasn't too good. Uh, 294 yards and four touchdowns. That was the best stat. He did throw one pick um, just because it's pretty slippery. But uh, Chris Olave, he got uh, two touchdowns. Travion Henderson got his first touchdown. Um, and uh, Garrett Wilson, he got a touchdown too. Uh, but C.J. Stroud doing pretty good. Um, the defensive lineman, Pascal Garrett, was uh, uh, he got a scoop and score touchdown from a sack uh, by Zach Harrison, I think, or also uh, there's one other guy that might have been, I think it was um, Zach Harrison, but uh, he did really well. Um, getting that strip sack and then Haskell Garrett running it for 20 yards. And it's super funny when you see big, big mans fly just across the field. It's like down to the 20, 15, 10. He finally makes it to the five. Touchdown. Because <laughs> it's like way, the kids are so much lower than uh, the regular O-Lyman's. So, um, but yeah, the Buckeyes won their first game, kind of closer than you think it would be, but because of the Gophers scoring 14 in the second half, or in the second quarter, excuse me, um, but the Buckeyes did score 21 in the third quarter and 14 in the fourth. My prediction for that game was 45-13, so I got one of the two correct. Um, if you didn't know that, I don't think I told you guys on this um, podcast station that uh, when I do predictions, I would bet my grandpa um, cherry popsicles. Um, but I wish I bet on last year's uh, first week game when they played Nebraska. I got the exact prediction correct, 52-17. And then Penn State following that, um, I think like two days before Halloween, or or I, was, I know it was in October, because Big Ten went later in this season because they weren't even gonna play at all. But I think it was near October, or um, near Halloween, and uh, I remember watching the game and I predicted 38-24, and the game final was 38-25. So 
if I go to Vegas, um, if you guys go to Vegas, just bring along with me. Then I'll bring, I'll just get you the money because you brought me to Vegas. Um, <laughs> now uh, going over to the MLB. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've done this, and man, there's been all there's teams uh, ha- that have 80 wins or more, um, and or they're even five games behind. Uh, 90 wins so the season is wrapping up definitely they got one month uh, exactly left the baseball and uh, it's been a big change for a lot of things um, we'll start off with the American League the Rays are first with a record of 84 and 50 we all knew they were gonna be pretty good but not this good for sure they're the third best team in the ba- in baseball right now. And yeah, they look red hot as they're eight and two their last ten games. The Yankees are right behind them, and they were two games under um, what was it? Two games under five hundred um, around July fourth, and now they're second in the division, uh, like twenty games ahead, twenty one ga- games ahead of um, with uh their record of twenty one games wins like more wins than losses uh now to the red sox they are one and a half games behind the yankees their third blue jays uh they're not doing too well that's for sure they're 13 games behind first place five games behind the red sox so um yeah i don't think they're going to the playoffs but red sox yankees raise um that's gonna be some that's a tight place they're not, they're not really talking about that but there's in the AL East and the NL East, they're both, they just have those three teams that are contenders and that one team that was like pretty good in this season. And then they just kind of fell apart near the end, like the Nationals when they traded to Schwarber. Uh, the Orioles, man, they just still stink. They're 42 games behind first place. That's all I'm going to say. Um, now going to the AL Central, the White Sox are first. Their, their record is 78 and 56. And the Indians are behind the White Sox, nine and a half games, three games above um, 500, which is really good. They're seven and three of their last 10 games, and they're looking actually pretty good. Um, the reason why they have been playing the Royals the last three games, and they've won all of those by two runs or more, thanks to Owen Miller last night. And here's the game story, as I did kind of spoil the game, but... Indians coming in 66-64, Royals 59-73, Tristan McKenzie on the mound, Hunter, Do- Hunter Dozier gets an RBI uh, single as he scores a guy at third base, Tristan McKenzie doesn't really do that early in the game, but thanks to Owen Miller, man, my favorite player on the Indians, with a three-run home run against Mike Miner. And man, oh man, you love to see Owen Miller at a home run because he's not even playing today. That's how bad he is, but he's still my favorite player. Yu Chang with an RBI single in the top of the eighth and scoring Jose Ramirez as uh, Yu Chang. He's been pretty great lately, too. I love that lineup with Yu Chang and Owen Miller in it. Uh, Bobby Bradley, I love him a lot, but man, oh man, having Yu Chang. And Owen Miller, back-to-back in the lineup, it's so good. They're so easy to get RBIs um, and just 
great players to see. Um, then um, Emmanuel Colasse uh, gave up an RBI um, as a fielder's choice, but still he seals the deal and gets out Ryan O'Hearn as the last out as he pops up uh, to Mastra in center field and the Indians sweep the Royals. And uh, the player of that game was probably Yu Chang. Um, or oh, I think Owen Miller getting three runs. Uh, Ryan Larvenway, never heard of his name, but he was um, behind the dish. And uh, Trish McKenzie, Nick Whitgren, Brian Shaw, and Manny Colosse were all pitching that game. And man, Trish McKenzie, he might have only given up one run, but he only gave up two hits and one walk. He got six strikeouts and in six innings. He did really well. He those pitchers when um because I went to the Red Sox game uh last Saturday. They had uh e uh um Cal Quantrill as a pitcher and the top of the first uh Kyle Schwarber went deep on first pitch, second batter. I wasn't even on my seat yet. Um and I, I usually would be, but I was trying to, um, I got signature play, or signatures from Zach Plezak, who, who pitched against the Royals, and Tristan McKenzie also pitched against the Royals. They did really well. But I was, wasn't even at my CI here. I cracked the bat, and I see the ball flying, and it's gone. Then, still in the top of the first, J.D. Martinez scored. Xander Bogarts uh, gets him all the way. Uh, he, J.D. Martinez coming all the way from first to home when it was just um, down to the left field line. Xander Bogarts tried to make it to third. Good cutoff by Bobby Bradley. Framer Reyes had a solo home run, and I said I brought my friend Thatcher, which I don't know if he's been. I don't think he's been on the show yet, but uh, I said I knew that he was going to hit a deep because it was not hanging. For, it was just in the bottom of the zone, and he got it. Um, and he smoked it. Then Bobby Bradley had an RBI. Great game in the bottom second, 2-2. And then it came down to J.D. Martinez with Nick Whitgren in the Cleveland bullpen blowing another game, which they lost that game 5-2. And uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Oscar Mercado, he also hit a two-out RBI single. Um, It was 5-3 in the bottom 10th with bases loaded, but Andreas Jimenez got out. Uh, definitely a great game. Very weird uh, timing, or I don't know, like the sun was out, like, because we went there probably at 1 o'clock, and then we left at like 9, tried to get player signatures, and um, the game was pretty long for sure, because it went all the way to the 10th, but uh, it's, but it was just crazy, I had to see, like, we were, we've been here that long, and but yeah, it was great, great seats. Uh, great to bring my friend up um, to see the Indians play. Um, and today they actually played against the Red Sox, so that's going to be terrible because they're going to lose. Uh, I bet you. Uh, and I think Cal Quantrill is actually pitching against the Red Sox, so it'd be Cal Quantrill, Eli Morgan, and one more. Player, I'm not 100 percent sure who is, um, but uh, I don't know. But we'll see. Of course, uh, that's why I always like to say we'll see. Uh, Logan Allen, also he might be pitching. 
But uh, yeah, we'll see uh, Cal Quantrill sometime um, this weekend. And uh, yeah, that's about it for the Indians. But now, stop with the Indians going rest of the MLB. Tigers, they're 15 and a half games behind um, the, White Ho- the White Sox. Uh, then the Royals, they're trash, just like the Twins. Um, the Astros, they're first. The Athletics are four and a half games behind the Astros. The Mariners are only two games behind the Athletics. And, uh, yeah, so not too much going around in the AL West. But that AL East and the NL East are pretty solid. I mean, NL West, of course, which I'll come be there in a little bit. But going to the NL East now. Braves have 71 wins and 62 losses. The Phillies are two games behind the Braves with 69 wins and 64 losses. The Mets, well, not doing too good as they uh, have been losing to the Marlins a little bit. I mean, they're on a four-game winning streak, but they haven't. But they had a stretch where they were losing four games straight. Lost the series against the Dodgers. Lost the series against the Giants. Lost the series against the Dodgers again. Swept the Nationals. That was in, like in early August. So, they've been up and down. Try, trying to get up for sure. Because they have Javi Baez. And also Francisco Lindor. And they're not taking um, any advantage with it. Another problem though. That Jacob DeGrom is hurt. So, I don't know if he'll be back or not. And I don't know if he'll be Cy Young. He's got to come back, which is not good for him. Um, he's got to be healthy because, I mean, pitching 102 the whole time and throwing a slider uh, also, like, for six innings is really tough. So, yeah. It, you might think it's actually easy. Yeah, no. I mean, you, yes, you ice your arm, like, every single day. But it's it, it's really hard, for sure. Just also just to be in the MLB is hard. Um, and the Mets are third, the Nationals are fourth, and the Marlins are fifth. And the NL Central Brewers are taking a hot stick, and they're like boiling and stabbing themselves to stay in first. I don't know how I explained it like that, but that was very weird. Um, but the Brewers. They are first, and they've they've been first for forever. They're six and four the last ten games, and uh, they're eighty two and fifty three. And they've been kind of going up and down. They've, I mean, they played some pretty good teams. They didn't do too well against the Twins. They did play the Reds. Um, the Brewers took that series though, and they'll play the Cardinals today, which the Cardinals are third, and the Reds are second. They're ten games behind the Brewers. And their four and six were last in games. They did really well on Wednesday against the Cardinals, and they play the Tigers, and then the Cubs, and then the Cardinals again. So I think they'll be in a hot streak soon. Joey Votto will get them going, and Jesse Winker hopefully can get his batting average back up because they definitely need that. Um, the Cubs, they're fourth, and the Pirates are. They also still sink. Uh, the Giants and the Dodgers, they're both. First now in their division, and uh, it's mostly just their show. The Padres, 14 be- games behind first place, uh, and the they're 
I think, yeah, one game behind, or no, a half a game behind the Reds in the wild card. So, kind of close for the wild card, but not close at all. They're definitely not going to get first unless they have a 50 game winning streak and that they don't even, they don't even have 50 games left. So, no. Uh, the uh, Giants and Dodgers, they actually have been playing, not lately, but. Uh, they do play today at 9.45 Eastern Time, and then 9.05 tomorrow, and then 7.08. And this is all at the Giants. Um, and then the Giants, they do play the Rockies and the Cubs, and then the Padres. But they're playing the Padres home, so I feel like the Giants get a little grace just because they think that they're going to stink at the beginning of the season um, on paper. And then all of a sudden they come out and have like the they're like the best team in baseball and now they're tied with the Dodgers, the former champions, and now they're the best the, the tied for the best team in baseball with the defending champs. And then they play like and then they play the Cubs, Padres, Rockies, and home and then they're home against the Padres. So and the Braves. So it's confusing. But the Giants, yeah, they're doing well for sure. Having Chris Bryant, Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, and Longoria, Brandon Belt. Um, but yeah, they great infield right there. But yeah, they 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 have some solid guys. I think they're only gonna be a um a uh what is it a um pre or not preseason uh just a they're not gonna be a postseason team. They're gonna be a mid, like a just a season team, they're not going to go well too far in the uh, postseason. I think the Dodgers will. Braves, eh, so so because they are they are first, but they don't have Ronald Cunha. Um, and we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, the um, the Lakers, they have all the old people now. Um, they have. Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Marcus Saul, Trevor Arozarena, um, and like five more guys that either are super young or the oldest people in the league. Chris Paul might even I know he he got a four year contract with with the um with the Suns, but. He could opt out and somehow just ask the Suns. Because I told you this when they were in the finals. And I said, Chris Paul just wants to go to... Because he had an interview. And he's like, did you want to come to the Suns to win? He's like, yeah, I knew that we were going to the championship. It's like, no, you didn't. In his head, he's like... We, we were going to stink. We don't have any other players besides me and Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker, though, from this is me comparing him to the last season. Uh, Brick City, when it comes to the finals, not clutch. Uh, he probably hates um, that he lost Kendall Jenner. Uh, or I think he will because, I mean, I don't care about that stuff, but... Um, he also probably hated that he had to go on a uh, 12-hour flight with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. So that's what you get for 
blowing the finals when you have a two-game lead. Jeez, that's terrible. Um, but, the, yeah, that's about it for today's episode. Uh, I apologize again um, for just not updating in a while. Hopefully, I uh, will remember to say, oh, let's go do a podcast, Charlie. Let's go and uh, try to get back into the groove. Um, but, yeah, hopefully uh, people are still listening and seeing that uh, they're still listening and hopefully they're still enjoying it. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend. Go Bucks and uh, go Tribe.